Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Welcome, everybody. So glad you're joining in today, which is May 20th, 2020. We're going to have a lot of fun today. I'm in a fun mood. <laughs> and, and I think that uh, Sora Vernikoff that we're going to be talking with, I think she's in a fun mood too. And we're going to be talking about the fact that she says that you can eat what you want, but then you can stop when you want to. And, you know, she, she's got a, a wonderful program. She has a lot of private clients, both online and offline. And she, she, she has this wonderful book called Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want. It's a no-diet weight loss program. And with the situation these days in the U.S. where everybody's kind of cooped up in their homes, I heard on the radio today that men are gaining a minimum of 20 pounds and women, I think it was around 12 or something. So this is very timely. Welcome, Sora. Oh, hi, Denise. I'm, I, I didn't know the statistics, but now that you shared them, um, I'm not surprised. And I'm really thrilled to be here to share with your listeners how now they can make peace with food even during these very trying times. Well, let's get to it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Well. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Well, I'd like to share what brought me to this radio, to this broadcast, what my journey was like, and then, um, and then what happened as a result of my journey. I mean, if that's okay for you. Oh, no, that's perfect. That's usually the first question I ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I was an educator in another life, so um, I'm always start with the basics. You know, I believe in building the foundation, and then we get to the nitty-gritty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go so, um, so I, I will then begin uh, with your permission with the uh, beginning, which was I was an educator in East New York, Brooklyn. I know you're located in California, but I live in Manhattan. And I uh -huh. wanted to be an educator my whole life, and I wound up in East New York, Brooklyn. And um, I had really tough kids, really challenged kids. I mean, imagine inner city school, 35 kids all day, 10 years old, not a pretty picture um, for someone who was wearing white boots, a poodle skirt, pink glasses with a pink bow. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, it really, it was a shock to my system. They were very hard to manage, uh, but I learned how to do it. It took me about five years, but I finally figured out how to keep them in their <laughs> oh, What? 
I said, I mean, oh, my it took goodness. me about five years. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, my first year, like, I had a nervous breakdown. I went to the psychiatrist. He said, and he knew where I was going. And I said, well, I need help. He goes, don't ask me. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, it's like, so I, I, so I found out about myself, and I have found out that I'm a fighter. That as long, you know, so I went to Barnes and Nobles and I bought books on how to talk to kids, like by Chaim Gano. And I started, and then I had a boyfriend at the time who was a really tough guy. He goes, he took me to Jamaica Bay in Brooklyn. He said, Sora, who's bigger, you or them? He said, what did you study to be? I said, an educator. He goes, who's bigger, you or them? And I said, me. He goes, you can do this. And I put a sign up on my wall, which is, that said, Nietzsche said, it's, you know, that which doesn't kill you will make you stronger. <laughs> uh-huh. and, That's right. And since, right. And since my kids could really not really read, it really was very helpful. But I got really good at managing these kids. And um, at the same time that I was doing this, Denise, I used to diet, take off my weight, and always put it back on. And, you know, I always did things the right way. I think it's the educator in me. You know, I leveled every tablespoon. I had peas three times a week. <laughs> You know, I was that good girl, you know, don't ask me what I am now, but but um, I really follow the rules, which I don't anymore, thank the Lord. But, um, you know, I follow the rules because the rules are the rules. And my mother said, be nice, so I follow the rules, you know. That was a mistake, one, two, and three. So I, I used to go on these diets, I used to go and then lose the weight, and then I'd put them back on, okay? I'd put the weight back on. Well, one day I was standing in front of these lovely fourth graders, and all of a sudden, I thought to myself, why can I manage these kids who walk, talk, and do all those other things, but food, which is not an animate, ob- which is not an animate object, not only can't I stop eating, but I can't stop thinking about food. I thought about food all the time, all day. And so at that moment, that was my aha moment, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to diet anymore. I want to find out why my brain thinks about food all day, and I'm going to eat the foods that I really want, but I will journal every meal prior, during, and after to find out what the patterns were attached to the arrival of these food thoughts, and I became kind of obsessed with that thought. So I journaled for years, took off 25 pounds, which I've kept off since 82, and I knew the day, yeah, mm mm-hmm. Even during these times, I'm fine. I'm the same, you know, I kept my weight off. Well, that's because I'm using my program. Otherwise, I'd be on the 600-pound life, you know. But so I'd be rolling out my door, like, you know. So anyway, long story short, uh, what happened? Oh, yeah. So I, I reached my goal, and I knew at that moment in time, Denise, that I could tr- – I could transfer my classroom management techniques to food management techniques, and I developed an easy-to-use, eat-and-stop-yourself, no-diet-weight-loss program because I learned what I needed to know in my journaling, which I can share with your audience. And then I made my first business card in 1992, and I've been teaching people how to become happy non-dieters ever since. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I do think it, it is wonderful, believe me. Because I'm free. I'm free. You know, uh, food doesn't rule me, not in my brain and not in my mouth and not in my hand. And it really is a multi-sensory process. First you see the picture of the food. Then you, uh, you take your hand and you pick up the food. Then you bring the food to your mouth. Then you chew, you digest, and then you have a weight problem. So, but I figured out how to fix it all up, and yay for me. <laughs> 
Yay for us because we're going to learn and about it. Exactly. I'm going to share with I'm going to share with your listeners. I'll, there are two techniques in this in the process, and um, they're taught in my book. Uh, and I can teach your listener um, more about the food they think about, and then how to actually eat and stop. I, you know, uh, I can teach them the green technique, which le- will teach them how to eat and stop and drink and stop. You know, once I got into this, there was no stopping me. So not only can I teach them how to eat and stop, but how to drink and stop as well. And once you learn how to do that, you're going to think less about food, reach a non-dieted weight loss. But even more important than that, you're going to make peace with food. It's not going to be your enemy. And now you need to talk some because I'm talked out and we just started. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. What do you want? I I loved your (laughs) I really enjoyed your book, and um, you know, in your first chapter, you talk about why don't diets work. Yes, so let's one of my that. favorite one of my favorite topics. Um, <laughs> that is, I love sharing why diets don't work. So, as they say, I don't know why I'm in such a good mood tonight. Maybe because I've been locked up for ten weeks and I'm talking to a human being. <laughs> so like, okay. <laughs> I have a human being a day. That's that you know, a human being a day, a walk a day, two to three human beings is an awesome day. But this is a great day because I'm sharing my work with others and that makes me happy. So now I'm gonna share with your listeners why diets don't work. Let's get the drum roll out. I'm gonna make it so simple people are gonna go, Oh my god, why didn't I think of that? So I want your folks to think of a clock. That's very simple, right? A clock. So we okay. start at twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock is the diet. A diet is a group of rules created by four people in a corporate boardroom who decide that you can't manage food and we're going to take over. We're going to be in control. We're going to tell you what you can and cannot eat. We're going to tell you how much you can and cannot have. And you can't really think about food because you know obviously you can't handle food, which is why you came to us, the experts. So you pick a diet that you feel comfortable uh, and, and, and I like to say, if diets work, why would we need so many? Okay, that's like a favorite phrase of mine. So it really doesn't matter what diet you pick. It was created by people who have degrees, who feel they know best for you. And you want to get thin for whatever reason. Maybe you just want to get healthy. However you want to do it is fine, but you do want to lose weight. So let's go to 3 o'clock. You've picked your diet. At 3 o'clock, I'm, you, I'm good, good, good. Good, good, good means I'm on a diet, I'm following someone else's rules, I'm really not that happy, but I'm taking off some weight, and I'm following their rules, and I'm a worthy person because I'm following their rules. Okay, so now let's get to 6 o'clock. I can't take it anymore. There, I want Oreos, and I want five and not three, and I'm going to have those five Oreos, and I can stop after five. So you put your hand in the bag and you take another two Oreos, only you just can't keep, you can't stop. It's Oreo, 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 Oreo. Okay. So what happens is you finish the bag of Oreos and then at six o'clock you go, look what I just did. I, I'm just a terrible person. Well, the, the truth is that it, um, a binge is a two-sided behavior. On the one hand, you took the, on, you took the only behavior you, you knew to do to take back the control from the diet by having all the Oreos you wanted. So you actually did the best thing you could, which is take back control from the diet. But you couldn't stop yourself, and so then you beat yourself up for what you just did. Now what happens? Let's go to 9 o'clock. 
nine o'clock, look what I just did. I have no control. I'm a worthless human being. I can manage everything in my life but food. I have to go back to 12 o'clock and give the rules back to the diet, knowing full well that there's a binge lurking in the back of your brain. Diets don't work. They're not your rules, and it's based on the act of deprivation and lack of self-worth. Okay. (laughs) I have spoken. You totally have. You have any questions so on what I said, Denise? Now what? <laughs> now what? I don't oh, know. You're in I'm charge. <laughs> nah, you you were you were pretty clear on on all of those. <laughs> well, I'm pretty clear on everything I'm going to share tonight. I'm pretty clear, Denise. Let me put that up front. I'm pretty clear. <laughs> good, good. All right. So we've established that uh, diets don't work because they're not our own rules. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it's based so on it's based on a mo- it's, based, it's based on a model of um, deprivation. They tell you how much right. you can have. So let's go to the next. Uh, let's go to. Do you have any other questions um, on on the chapters that you read or on um, what you're thinking about based on what I said? Mm-mm. Oh my God! You're pretty this clear. Is- oh. <laughs> It's all those years in the classroom and all those years coaching. So um, I guess the next thing I want to share is um, why they why people overeat. I mean, you know, you know what's going on in one's brain that they can't stop thinking about food. And and in chapter two, I believe um, I explain that um, the reason you have a weight problem is it's only one reason. You think more about food a day than a person without a weight problem. And that's the only reason you have a weight problem. So if you, think of, if you think of your mind at the end of the day, let's say you had a chip in your brain, and at the end of the day you took out the chip, and there were, two kind, and there were 35 squares, and there were two thoughts that were on, on, on the printout, red squares and green squares. What I like to say is that a person without a weight problem sees 21 green squares a day. Those are non-food thoughts. And 14 red squares a day, those are food thoughts. But if you're weight loss challenged and you print out your brain at the end of an average day, you're probably going to see 21 red thoughts and 14 green thoughts. So you're really a food thought overthinker. You just think more about food than another person. So the next question is, why is that, Sora? And the reason that exists is because what I learned through decades of journaling is that nothing you eat is enough that you have these repetitive food thoughts and you don't have the choice to stop them. And because you don't have the choice to stop them, nothing is enough. So when you're challenged with a weight problem and you're overeating, that's because nothing you're eating is enough because you don't have the choice to stop the thought. And so my entire program is based on the idea of providing yourself with enough of the food that you want. And once you can physicalize the act of knowing that you can have enough before you put the food in your mouth, you're able to stop yourself consistently, think less about food, and get them without dieting. Well, how, how does somebody know the, the right food to eat? Okay, because there's no right food. Okay? Hello. Welcome to Sora's World. I, what I like to say is that a piece of cake is as equal as a carrot if you have the choice to stop the pe- eating when you choose cake. The reason they make good food and bad food is the bad food is only food that people feel they can't stop eating. There is no good or bad food. Everybody's tastes are different. That's what's so amazing. There are no rules. 
The only rule is, the only rule in my world is that you can stop eating what you choose to eat when you choose to eat it. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I mean, it, it, it's, it's fascinating um, in that um, obviously we have uh, daily nutrients that, that, we, that are necessary for Did our bodies to thrive. Did you say nutrients? Well, here's, right? here's so, okay, Denise, what a nice word, nutrients, yeah. I mean, I, I have nothing against nutrients, but, you know, you ask, if you ask an overweight person how they eat, they're going <laughs> to... They're going to say, oh, my God, Sora, I eat healthy all the time. Well, you can, eat your, you can eat yourself to death on nutritious food and be fat, okay? Let's get this clear. You know, I'm not a nutritionist, and, and that's the bottom line. Let's, let's cut the crap here. You know, it's like, okay. you know, all these people who eat healthy and, are, you know, 300 pounds, but I eat healthy. So what? So you eat healthy, but you can't eat and stop. So I'm not interested in nutrients. I'm interested, can you manage your food in a way that you can, it's food, the way I like to explain it to people is food is money. Can you shop and stop? Can you eat and stop? It's the same thing. It's how you manage your money. It's how you manage your food. And I, you know, just for all those nutritionists listening out there, um, please don't take offense, but I am about eating and stopping. And just to make it better, I want to put a Band-Aid on this for your nutritionists. I, I identify there are two basic kinds of food thoughts that anybody can think about. So there's the inside food thought color and the outside food thought color. Um, Denise, can I share what those are? Sure. So an inside food thought color is when you, your body actually receives a signal for some kind of food. So let's say I get up in the morning and I go, I have these growling in my stomach and I go, what would I like to eat? And all of a sudden, I think about scrambled eggs, and that growling feels better. Well, that's your body telling you that it wants eggs. And there are four types of inside food callers. There's the inside food caller, inside gum caller, inside cold drink, and inside hot drink. Those are signals from inside your body that are going to tell you what to eat and give you those nutrients that you talk about. Now, just like there are four inside food thought callers, there are four outside food thought callers. So let's say I'm walking down 3rd Avenue and I smell pizza and I go, gee, I think I'm going to have a piece. That signal was from an external fact from the open pizza door. So, And the same for gum, cold drinks, and hot drink. What gets people into trouble is that they eat outside food callers and they don't listen to their body's inside food thought callers, which gives them more nutrients than eating five donuts, okay? So... What this process lets you do that I developed is actually get in touch with your inside food thought callers as well as learn to manage your outside food thought callers. So for all you nutritionists, don't despair. I do have respect for inside food thought callers. But I also know that people who are overweight do not have the choice to eat and stop, which is why every weight loss program out there tells you how much to have, leaving you in deprivation and lack of self-worth. Yeah. Thank you, Denise. So how are we going to use your program? Okay, so now we come down to the nitty-gritty. So I'd like to teach your listeners how to use the green technique, which is one of the two techniques in my book. So, Denise, I'm going to use you as the teaching model, uh, but I want everyone who's listening to pick their own food. So, Denise, if I said to you, what food, what food do you have? Don't tell me carrots either. <laughs> 
What food do you have the hardest time? What food do you have the hardest time eating and stopping? Like it's when you go when you like when you put your hand in the bag or put your hand to the fork. It's tough for you to eat and stop. Cookies. Okay, now we're talking shop here. Cookies. All right. Do you have a? <laughs> I told you I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, you have a favorite cookie. <laughs> Who's the evil monster? Oatmeal, chocolate chip. Okay, I need a brand. Oh, you need a brand. I'm very specific. Okay. okay. Um, Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. Does it come in a bag? No, it comes in a box. In a box. Like and 12. approximately 12 in a oh, box. You, okay, 12 in a box. All right, so now I'm going to teach you how to use the green technique, and I'd like everyone listening to pick the food that they feel is their cookie monster, whether it be a payday, um, a Hershey bar, Edie's ice cream, whatever it is. I want you to hold that thought while I teach Denise how to use the green technique to eat and stop, and then you can do the same thing. All right, so Denise, you went to Trader Joe's, and you bought a box of oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, (laughs) and you put it... Why are you laughing? It's just funny. <laughs> okay. Well, you won't think of it. Okay. Well, this is it, honey. This is your moment. <laughs> so um, you're in the house, and um, you think, oh, my God, I need those cookies. So you go get the cookies, and you eat cookies, but you never kind of know when you're going to stop, all right? So now you, you're talking to Sora. And she's teaching you the green technique. So I'm going to show you how those oatmeal chocolate chip cookies no longer have to rule you. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to pretend that that box is in front of you. And then okay. all the work, okay, Denise, all seriousness, it took me like 30 years to do this, so this is serious. I want you to know that um, because the uh, cookies are in a box, uh, that we're going to do it a double process. So I want you, all the work is done before you have the cookies. I want you and your listeners to know that, that all the work in the green technique is done before you actually have the cookies or whatever you've chosen. So I want you to ask yourself, how many cookies are enough? Be, you, you've opened the package, and I want you to ask yourself, how many cookies are enough? So when you've told me how many cookies are enough, I want you to take that out of the package, and I want you to tell me how many cookies are enough. Two. Okay. Wow, you don't have a big problem. I'm proud of you. <laughs> All right. No, Two no, 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 no. Wait a sec. No, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, stop. I, I'll eat those two cookies, and then... You'll go back in the box. Go back and get another couple of cookies. Of course. Okay, so now I'm going to show you how you have the choice not to do that anymore. This is a defining moment in your podcast history. So (laughs) um, you have two cookies in front of you because you decided those two two cookies were enough. Now, that's number one. Now I want you to look at those two cookies, only those two cookies. And I want you to ask yourself two questions. I want you to ask yourself, how much is enough and how much is too much? I want you to do that now. And then after you decide how much is too much, I want you to pretend to take that amount off one of the cookies 
and I want you to push it aside so that you see two amounts in front of you, the amount that's enough and the amount that's too much. And I want all your listeners to do the same. I want you to look at the food in front of you and ask yourself, how much is enough, how much is too much, and then I want you to push away the amount that's too much. And let's say you're, uh, let's say with the cookie, you want both cookies. I want you to scrape off a little beneath your fingernail. So, and because I'm going to ask you, the next question is, how much is, of those two cookies is enough, and how much is too much? So do that now, Denise. Take a pretend moment and decide on those two amounts. Okay, so two is okay, but four is too much. No, uh, but I'm not talking about four. You see, okay. We're not talking about four. You have two cookies. This is fast, fascinating. You have two cookies in front of you that are outside of the right. box. Am I, okay. Those are the only cookies that I'm talking about now. Let's forget the cookies in the box. We'll get to them in, down the road. So you have two cookies in front of you, right? I want you to say how much is enough and how much is too much of those two cookies. Okay, okay. So let me, okay, so let me uh, break this down again. You ha okay. The way we use this technique is of those two cookies, you have to, okay, so those two cookies are enough, but you have to take off a little teeny bit and push it aside. That's going to be your marker. That's going to show you that those two cookies are enough. So, okay, do you follow that? Okay. Beca okay, because here's why. Right now, before you learn this technique, those two cookies are not enough because you're going to go back into the box. But now you just told me that those two cookies are enough. Well, not according to my program, not unless you set aside a marker to actually phys physicalize the amount that's enough, which is the two cookies, and the little bitty crumbs that you pushed away, which is your marker, which is the helper that's going to let you know that you have enough. Okay. So now, did you take a little bitty crumb off of one and push it away? Yes. Awesome. Now, you have two amounts in front of you. You have the amount right. that you decided was enough, and then you have the itty-bitty crumbs that you decided were too much, and that's called your marker. Now I want you to take a pretend okay. moment, and I want you to eat the cookies that you decided were enough, but not your marker, and I want you to do that now. Okay. Okay. You just ate and stopped yourself. Why is that? Because you ate the amount that you decided was enough, and now look at your marker, and that's your I can eat and stop myself helper. Without that oh. marker, okay, without that marker, nothing would have been enough, but you designated it before you ate. Now, let's say you say, hey, Sora, but I want more. I'm going to say to you, okay, Denise, put your hand back in the box and take out more. So let's say you take out, how many cookies would you like to take out now, Denise? Two. Take out another two. Mm -hmm. Now, you already have your little crumbs that are your marker from your first eating experience, all right? So now, <laughs> right. yeah, this is very serious. So now you can eat the other now you can eat the other two cookies and you still ate and stopped yourself because you have your marker that lets you know I ate and stopped myself because I had enough. Now let's say by mistake you ate your marker. By mistake. You would not have been okay. you would have not by definition eaten and stopped. 
because you didn't first decide those two things, how much is enough and how much is too much. Gotcha. So what happens when, when you, what happens, Denise, if you always see that you can have enough of your oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, what do you think is going to happen over time? Do you think you're going to want more or less? Less. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. So the only way to eat, to have the choice to eat less is to always know that you're having the food that you want and that you're having enough. And the only way that you know that you have enough is by asking yourself two questions before you eat. How much is enough? How much is too much? Set aside the marker, the amount that's too much. Only eat the amount that you decided was enough. And make sure you look at your marker afterwards. You just ate and stopped. And that's how my program works. Mm. It's really clever. Well, I'm a clever kind of gal <laughs> from Brooklyn. <laughs> I was obsessed in figuring this out, and it took me, you know, it's, this is my life's work, you know. I, you know, I, I just love my work, you know, because it gives you total control well, over the food. I mean, you, you now, if you choose to take on this mission, you now totally control those oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Great. It is. I know. Thank you. (laughs) I know. Trust me. So that's how you control your eating all day long. All day long. Mm -hmm. Nothing goes in my mouth before I see a marker. Nothing. I'm too scared. Wow. I'm too scared because I know the consequences. I can't stop. Mm -hmm. I cannot Mm -hmm. stop unless I know how much is enough. I cannot stop. I mean, at this point, I've been doing this program for so many decades that, you know, I could sure. do it with, I, but, but here's the thing. I am totally committed in my life to managing objects by knowing how much is enough. I apply this to money. I apply this to everything. Hmm. Yes, because without knowing how much is enough, nothing is enough and you're not in control. And the world's so out of control. Don't you want to control your money, your food, your whatever? Absolutely. You know, I, this is what happens when you drink Brooklyn water or you, you know, I can I had to figure it out. <laughs> you know, I'm not a California gal, you know. I, I, I had to work for my food, you know. So, um, yes, that's how I manage food all day. Before anything goes in my mouth, how much is enough? How much is too much? And so, you can eat the marker, but you have to leave it. So let's say, for example, let's say you took out three cookies. I'm just going to take you the next step let's say you took out three cookies you said you know i'm not going to listen to what sora said you know why should i listen to her i'm going to do this three cookies you know so but you see you see denise before you can have those three cookies you have to ask yourself how much is enough how much is too much and you might be surprised that the answer is two cookies so what you have to do Mm -hmm. is push the third cookie away Eat the two cookies and look at the uh, third cookie and know that you ate and stopped yourself. Why? Because you had enough. You see, that's why diets don't work, because they teach you that you can't give yourself enough food. So basically, I'm here to announce that everyone on a diet is starving themselves to death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, we've talked about the green technique What's the red technique? Well, I mean, the red technique, the folks, folks are going to have to buy the book. I'm from Brooklyn. What do you want? <laughs> gotcha. You know, gotcha. 
Yeah. yeah. The red technique works much. with the green technique. It's very special. It's very fun. Um, uh, you need both techniques. You can be successful with just the green technique, but you can lose weight faster with both techniques. But folks are going to have to, Good. you know, they're going to have to do some work yes. for that one. Hey, I, I, I totally agree with you on that one. Thank Where can you. people buy your book? Well, they can buy it on my website, which is www.nodieting.net. Um, they can find it at Barnes & Noble's uh, online. They can find it at Amazon online. And the name of my book is Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want, a No Diet Weight Loss Program. Well, thank you so much for oh, you're welcome. enlightening us. I mean, really, it's such a different um, uh, way of thinking. Well, um, that's why I'm very committed to sharing my message because I believe that um, I was going to say something. I'll say it. What the heck? It's all fake news. <laughs> oh, that sounded mm-hmm. good, Sora. Diets are fake news, and I'm the real deal. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a six billion. <laughs> you know what can I say? It's a six billion dollar industry based on fake news. You know, and is anybody telling you that you can't manage your food thoughts? No, because nobody's figured out a way to manage them. They're just saying, eat what we say, don't question it, you'll lose weight, but feel deprived and starve yourself to death. But you'll be thin, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sticking to my, uh, to my program. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, it's, it works. It really works. Well, I, I, you know, it works if you work it. You know, I like to say, choose your heart. You can choose to be on a diet. Listen, to, you know, I like to equate a diet to the, to the to the fairy tale, the grim fairy tale of the Pied Piper of Hamelin. You know, what happens to those people, those kids that um, follow the Pied Piper? It's like following a diet. They wind up in the river, okay? So, you know, that's what a diet is. You're, you know, it's like a cult. It's a $6 billion cult that's depriving you of your own self-esteem, and, and it's starving you to death. I'm very passionate about this, you know, so it's all fake news there. Well, I said it. It's 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 been very teachable and I assume that children would be able to manage this as well. Well, you know, it's funny you should say that, Denise. I I I was an educator for 30 years. Um I've taught 2200 kids. I've had them in front of me. And I thought about creating a way to teach the kids how to use this program. But the truth is, if, uh, and I could because I would use the idea of a traffic light, red and green, you know, stop sure. and go. And sure. I know one of my gifts is that I'm able to take very difficult, complex, uh, I'm able to break things down that are very difficult in very simple, in a very simple way. Because the kids I taught, you know, I'd, ha- I'd hold up a book and it would have like a cat on it. And I would say, who can tell me what's on the cover of this book? And somebody would raise their hand and say, a ball. So I'm used to that, (laughs) you know. So I know that I could do this for kids. But the truth is if I work with kids, I'd have to work with their parents, and I prefer not to. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you have your niche, and you want to stay within that. Well, I'd rather work with adults, you know. Um, Kids, I love kids. Uh, I, I just love kids. But I have to work with their parents as well. And then it becomes... A very large dynamic, and truthfully, it just at the moment doesn't interest me. No problem. I mean, <laughs> I, I can understand it. 
completely. <laughs> there you go. You had there you years. go. You had 30 years of a I, lot I of children. A, <laughs> a lot of kids. And I've been doing this weight loss since 92. So I've worked with a lot of folks. Right. And, you know, um, I, I just really want unhappy dieters to know they have a choice. I, I, I'm all about choice, okay? And I really want your listeners to know they don't have to go back to, the, to, to go on a diet, that there is a choice. But they have to step out in faith and buy my book. That's what they need to do. They have to say, hey, that girl, you know, I'm not, I'm not even sure I understand what she said or I agree with her. But if I don't have to go back on a diet, it's <laughs> worth taking a look at. Of course, and, and I encourage all of you out there to pick up Sora Vernikoff's book, Eat What You Want, Stop When You Want. And if anyone Thanks has again. any questions, if anyone has any questions, they can email me through my website. And um, the first three folks that buy the book who are listening to the podcast, if they tell me that they went and they logged in and they bought the book, I will answer any questions after they read the book. Okay, that's that's great. I will because I'm I'm a preacher, you know that I'm a I'm a Jewish preacher. <laughs> <laughs> and and your website is uh, no dieting dot net. Yes, it's um, www no dieting n o d i e t i n g dot net. Okay. And yeah, and they can they can actually see what I uh, discussed on the website. Um, you know, I show them why diets don't work, and then I show them how the brain uh, can either use the red or the green technique. And, um, you know, this is uh, for those folks who are un- unhappy. You know, how unhappy is unhappy? You know, that's what they have to ask themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how things are in all California. Right. I know in New York, um, I, listen, it's all, you know what, diets are fake news. So th- there you go. I finally said it. Yay, I'm so proud of myself. Okay. De- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so very much for your time. Oh, my pleasure, Denise. And I hoped I helped you out with your, um, you know, oatmeal chocolate chip Oh, with my cookie thing? Oh, yeah. absolutely. You'll never look absolutely. at them the same way again. I never will. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Thank you so much, Denise. Right. And I hope your Take listeners, um, you know. You're got good stuff from this and I wish everybody that they stay well and they stay safe thank you so much take care all right you too bye 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 well that wraps up our show for today thanks so much for joining in and um, until next week please be well bye bye We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What?
We celebrate our listeners worldwide.